we'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for May 20th, 2019, and um, probably about five and a half hours behind schedule because of all the breaking news that is coming about. And uh, I want to talk again regarding what's going on in Iran in that particular situation. And we're potentially on the brink of World War III. Like I said last week, I think this is going to be the... um, this is how World War III is most likely going to be initiated. It's going to be something going on with Syria um, and or Iran. Most likely the scenario now is Iran. And this just broke this report under attack. U.S. Embassy in Baghdad, heavy mortar fire. Now, you're not seeing this anywhere else. Okay, I'm, I'm going to alternative news sources and... Um, to get this information and some of these are even subscriptions that i've got where i'm actually getting i'm actually uh paying to have a subscription so i can have access to this information and this um is um is from hal turner radio show it says the united states embassy in baghdad iraq is under attack at this hour being hit by numerous barrages of heavy heavy mortar fire now that was um i believe a 151 today eastern time sirens heard across the green zone baghdad numerous blasts heard remember iran and iraq are right next to one another uh, arab media beginning to report katusha rockets hitting the vicinity of the green zone in baghdad eyewitnesses see falling shells air raid sirens sounding in the vicinity of the u.s embassy in baghdad and then the next Report says U.S. Marines not only defending embassy, but deploying helicopters and Humvees to capture attackers. Any proof of Iran involvement means immediate war. The, then the report that came from 204 Eastern Standard Time. Iraqi security forces have closed the green zone and are now combing the area. Mortars reportedly fired in the green zone of Baghdad, which mostly has foreign embassies and government buildings. Blast heard around the U.S. Embassy. U.S. two days ago had already asked non-emergency staff to leave Iraq and advised U.S. citizens to avoid travel. Then three minutes later, another report came. Iran militia publicly threatening to kidnap and kill U.S. citizens in Iraq. Uh, Confirmation that U.S. Embassy was target of attack. Now, again, is that really the Iran militia doing it that aren't actually working with Israel and America and Saudi Arabia like I talked about last week? Is it really Iraq? Do they really want to go to war with us? It just makes no sense to me that Iran would really want to go into war with us and provoke and provoke and provoke. Makes no sense to me. Now, the way that Hal Turner writes, and, the, and he is very, um, he, he has not got the, um, the memo regarding Trump, that Trump is working with Israel and Saudi Arabia and that, and that Trump is basically just a pup at this point. So, understand the, the flavor of what I'm reading you is along those lines. Uh, okay, so, then we got at the same time that this was definitely confirmation that the U.S. Embassy was the target of this attack. Now, remember, the false flags are what's going to bring us into World War III. So, we could have guys that are in the Iranian militia posing as Iranian militia, or maybe they really are, but they're still working for us, like we talked about last week, that we've got so many assets and people embedded, even in Iran, that World War III is inevitable. 
So this goes on to say, direct remark from active government intelligence assets says, Soleimani Badar forces are already known to be behind the attack. Now we need to be able to prove it. Once proof is in hand, Iran is going to hit, be hit so hard the world will tremble in fear. Now that was supposedly, again, a direct remark from our active government intelligence asset. Now, Soleimani Badar is the... Um, is the commander major general of the Quids Force, which is a unit in Iran's Revolutionary National Revolutionary Guards or IRGC, and they're directed that what their purpose is is they are always directed to carry out unconventional warfare and intelligence activities, and are responsible for extraterritorial operations, which is exactly what this would be called upon because they're in Iraq doing this. And it's unconventional warfare, and it seems to line up with their with their MO. Um, going further here. So at 2.13, President Trump has reportedly been briefed, briefed by the NSA. Emergency briefings at the Pentagon now. This is highly unusual. In fact, it pretty much never happened. Something very, very big is taking place right now. 2.22 p.m., John Bolton arriving at the White House right now, incident apparently over for now, meaning the incident, meaning the attack on <clears throat> the U.S. Embassy in Iraq is apparently over for now. All quiet, investigated, investigation continuing. Now remember, the, John Bolton and Pompeo and all them in the Kabbalistic synagogue of Satan Jews that are on that side, now I'm not saying all Jews, but the, but the ones that I'm in reference to, they want to get us into this war. They want to, you know, they want to get us into this war, as, as I documented last study. So this is supposedly covert intel, which I don't really believe, but these things did happen. Pentagon sources in a position to know have just told me directly from Iran's Soleimani's strike today of their of this Revolutionary Guard. This is this is the third strike against America. The first one where the tankers bombed at the port in, in United Arab Emirates. We reported on that last week. The next one was the oil pipelines in Saudi Arabia bombed by drones. We reported on that last week. And then now today's attack in Baghdad. So what they're trying to do is, I believe these are false flag attacks that are, they're going to use cumulatively to say, hey, listen, we've tried not to go to war with them but they keep attacking us and we have all of these false flag we got no choice we've got to go to war with them when in reality our government the kabbalistic forces of the synagogue of satan israel and saudi arabia were most likely the ones behind all of this anyway because they're the ones they they've firmly indicated that false flags are going to be launched in order to get us into this war i see no reason why iran would really want this um, same sources say that the fat lady is about to sing for Iran. Iran-backed militia release footage claiming attack on, on U.S. Embassy. And here's an actual um, picture of this footage. Iranian-backed Shiite militia-affiliated Al-Tajja TV released first footage of rocket attack on U.S. Embassy. So Hal Turner says they're openly admitting it was an Iran-backed attack. Okay, so... Again, whether it's false flag, whether it's really Iran, this stuff's going on. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of trying to give you both sides of, of potential scenarios here. 
for me, I just don't see why Iran wouldn't want to do this. Why would they want World War III? Other than if it, if let's say on the other side of the coin, they believe that unless there is World War III, the Imam Mahdi, their awaited savior, okay, will not come back unless there's math, unless there's World War III. That is true, okay? Uh, but again, we've got a lot of assets embedded in Iran we talked about last week that could be initiating this 310 the update there it is confirmed that the irgc quds force was behind the rocket attack in the green zone of baghdad during which rockets and mortars fired at the irgc backed malicious hit in the vicinity of the u.s embassy irgc owned altaja tv released the first footage of the attack 350 the up update the rocket launch pad used to launch a rocket against the green zone of Baghdad tonight, targeting the U.S. Embassy, was placed on the service road in front of the Technological University in Baghdad. Update, 4.38 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I am now able to publicly quote Iraqi Army spokesman Major General Rasul, who says, this is Iraq, okay, Iraqi, a Katusha rocket landed near an aircraft museum less than a kilometer from the American Embassy, according to Air arabian sources the area is controlled by shiite militias supporting iran then donald trump at real donald trump i don't know if he tweeted this if iran wants to fight that will be an official end of iran never threaten the united states again 722 the katim and aniba air defense base in tehran is on standby this is in iran they're on standby for any possible u.s retaliation for the earlier attack in baghdad Hal Turner remarks, he says, if Iran had nothing to do with the mortars and rockets being fired at their embassy in Baghdad, then why, why would they put an air defense base on alert for possible retaliation? Well, even if they didn't, they still know we'd retaliate. I mean, it, it could have been other, like our embedded assets or guys that are working in a false flag situation that did this doesn't matter this desired outcome would be us to retaliate against them whoever did it so you know anyway um so that's that's his he hasn't got the he hasn't got the memo on trump yet uh and then the last report i'm seeing here and i'm going to check again i'm going to put this on pause and check to see if there's more reports that have come out reports after a three-hour meeting assessment is that tyran directly ordered rocket fire at the green zone now this hasn't broke on drudge or anything yet most of these reports that i'm putting out are not even you're not even seeing them because i believe when when they really want to initiate world war three and they're ready to go and, and this to go hot they're going to have a barrage and and they want to control the narrative all the way and i'm looking at just at some comments below this this was just one minute ago this guy um posted this he brings up another point that that hal turner's not seen they know the u.s is looking for any justification to attack them uh and they're just being prudent by getting ready because they know that they'll be blamed the persians know that the neocons are looking for any justification to attack them so it makes no sense that they would allow their proxies to do anything to us or indeed let anything happen which could be justification for an attack not only that if they're the ones initiating all this then we're going to have the moral high ground which is what false flag attacks always are the moral high ground so we had no choice but to go you know to war with japan when they 
you know, yeah, real good reason. They bombed Pearl Harbor. But we knew about it a week before. There's, I mean, I could do a whole study on Pearl Harbor, how we knew that was coming and, and that, you know, that was what was designed to get us into World War II. Uh, so, you know, uh, I, I don't like how there's a lot of stuff he says in here that where he just whines and complains that people aren't, you know, supporting his whatever. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Um, it's Hal Turner guy. But he does have some very, very cutting edge information. I'll give him that. I can't, I can't take that away from him. So for right now, that's all, that's like the most current thing I have. Now, here's some other reports that broke this week. Fire at chlorine plant in New Jersey may have been Iranian terror attack intended to kill thousands. And again, Iranian terror attack, why would they do this? Unless you're telling me all of a sudden Iran is just going to go do every single thing in their, their power to get us into World War III. You know? It, it makes no sense. A factory in Kearney, New Jersey, which manufactures chlorine and or other disinfectants, suffered a catastrophic fire last night with local authorities in nearby Jersey City, Hoboken, and New York City ordering residents to stay inside and close their windows. Now, authorities are quietly saying the fire was no accident and are looking at whether Iran or its proxies intended to cause a massive release of chlorine gas to murder tens of thousands, really, or millions in northern New Jersey and New York City. According to one investigator, now, did you hear about this on the news? No, but it, it happened because they don't, they want to totally control the narrative. They want to be able to totally control everything. It looks like whoever perpetuated this focused on the factory instead of the liquid chlorine storage tanks nearby. That potential mistake saved upwards of millions of lives, thank God. Had liquid chlorine began pouring onto the ground, it would have begun evaporated into chlorine gas, which would have been, which uh, would have been carried by prevailing winds and it showed a map of where the prevailing winds were which would have killed anyone who came in contact with it as the winds carried the gas eastward many of the 300,000 residents of jersey city and the 100,000 residents of hoboken would have been killed within minutes as gas crossed the hudson river into manhattan and in nearby brooklyn hundreds of thousands more would have been killed as well this would have made the attacks of 9-11 look like a kid's game said one investigator one breath of this and it would severely burn the lungs of anyone who got a whiff. One, the body's human response to such chemicals in the lungs would be to flood the lungs with water, thus causing victims to foam in the mouth and ultimately drown in their own bodily fluids within minutes. In fact, anyone who merely walked near the fumes would have found themselves almost instantly blinded as the chlorine hit their eyes. They'd be instantly blind and choking to death on chlorine. Bodies would have piled up on the streets, the investigator continued. Now here, uh, here are other stories that broke this week. Um, extremely high military activity over the Persian Gulf Saturday. Threat danger is reported off the scale. FAA issues global pilot warning military actions in Persian Gulf. N another one. Saudi-led Gulf states approve... And I'm giving you the links to these reports if you want to click on them. I just don't have time to cover all of them. Saudi-led Gulf states approve deployment of U.S. troops in Gulf region. Damascus under air attack. Um, air defense missile launch. Yeah, Damascus is getting hit too by, um, from what I'm hearing, the attacks are coming from Israel. Because Israel, again, the synagogue of Satan wants to get us into World War III. And I'm not blaming all of Israel. I'm just saying the Kabbalistic synagogue of Satan devils that control, you know, the Illuminati, they're trying to get us into World War III any way they can. So they're, they've been under air attack, air defense, defense missiles launching, sonic booms everywhere. You know, then we have the whole 
prophecy that has not quite been fulfilled yet about Damascus being a ruinous heap. And although it is by and large a ruinous heap, it's not totally been leveled to the ground yet. But it's pretty bad, though. It's pretty bad. I mean, I've seen drone footage of it, and it's pretty bad. It's getting there. Put it that way. Next report. Flash. Kuwait moving to full war footing after briefing by U.S. officials. Next one. I put most of these out on my newsletter. And if you're not on my newsletter, go to contendingfortruth.com. Click on um, the... Uh, um, well, there's a, there's some subscriber thing on the right side. It's free. I charge for any of it. Just like I don't charge for my audios, the PDFs I put all this work into. And just click on that. You get them. I'm probably putting out two to three to four week max at this point. I'm, I'm, I'm putting out a little bit more now because the, the information's breaking at such a pace where I'm trying to keep everybody abreast of what's going on. Because when this stuff does go hot, when we get into World War III, they're most likely going to pull the internet. Or at least pull anything but official sources it will be like george orwell 1984 most likely where you'll just have one source of bogus fake lie news that you can go to i i foresee that happening maybe it'll be more gradual but i don't know we get under some kind of martial law scenario and they can you know totally take control by the emergency broadcast system and take control of the internet i'm sure and and uh we won't have a voice anymore uh this report broke this week miles of armored military vehicle there's video after video of miles of armored military vehicle this this just happened in california lasers microwaves dues a lot of these military vehicles and they were breaking down what each military vehicle was because they're they're schematics of them online and they're like this one is for like um lasers and this one is for this or that and and uh they're bad. They're, they're really bad. A lot of it's involved in crowd control and um, a lot of it's very, very lethal stuff. And some of it is most likely being deployed within America and some of it is being deployed overseas. But again, remember, they can get every single bit of our troops or, or the vast majority of them overseas for this World War III scenario. There's no troops here to even protect the American populace, which is exactly the way they want the American populace. And the only ones that are going to be here are the Chinese and the Russians and the... Um, the, the embedded fifth columns and all of the uh, the Muslim terrorists that have already been here that we've let in, all of the, the MS-13 gang members, the every single wicked... It's just going to be an absolute battle against Patriot Movement and these other factions that will be here. Our military will be moved offshore to probably die offshore because they want to kill them off. Now, I'm, I'm not saying God can't intervene. I'm not saying he's not bigger than this. I'm telling you, this is what their plans are, though. So um the last one is army colonel warned a false flag to start with iran before u.s blamed iran for attacks these are all different stories you can click on and here's a brief video i'm going to play and it's entitled when will it start leave iran and iraq immediately no fly zone coming israel strikes damascus Hello, my friends, Evolutionary Energy Arts family. So, guys, you see the title. It says Bahrain asks its citizens to leave Iran and Iraq immediately. Notice the advertisement right above it. That advertisement says it all. Time's almost up. Yeah, and the advertisement's for Capital One. It says time's almost up. And then the the um, right below it, under world news is Bahrain asks its citizens to leave Iran and Iraq immediately. 
time's almost up. Learn more. Yes, that's exactly what we're going to try to do here, is to learn more and get an idea about timing. So, yet another country saying to get out of the area. Because they know what's coming. They know what's coming. You guys are still telling me there's tons of military activity going on as far as planes. We have never seen this level before. We didn't see this level before the first Iraq war or the second. We didn't see this before Afghanistan. This is something different. This is a much higher level of mobilization. And uh, if you guys watch Naughty Beaver, he brought up the quatrain that talks about the horrible war being prepared in the West. I, my gut says this is that horrible war that is being prepared in the West. It just feels right. It feels totally right. And uh, as it says, time's almost up. It's about to start. And we could see that. The warning is all over. And things are so in place everywhere we look. So what are we to do about it? Well, prepare in any way you can. Be ready, as they had said, for the grid to go down. Have you noticed your electronics are working really wonky lately? All electronics. You know, there's a lot of incoming energies going on right now. I was talking to Asia yesterday, and she was talking about these incoming energies. And she was talking about AI and AI going online to a new degree. And uh, I also have sources that are... Uh, connected in many different ways, um, right in the mix, and able to, to, to hear things uh, that are going on. And so, you know, what is going on is most definitely at an unprecedented level. And make no mistake about it, there's, there probably is no way this is not going to happen. It's, um, it's just too far along to have a stand down. It's been planned for a very long time as well. And so this, this is definitely moving forward. And we see over here, U.S. warns airliners flying over Persian Gulf amid tensions with Iran. And so U.S. diplomats warned Saturday that commercial airliners flying over the wider Persian Gulf faced the risk of being misidentified amid heightened tensions between the U.S. and Iran. And this warning relayed by U.S. diplomatic posts from the FAA Underline the risk, the tensions posed to a region crucial to global air travel. So be aware that this is also the potential for, you know, an FF, if you guys know what I mean there, uh, a Lusitania, something along those lines. You know, this could happen at any moment. Uh, the Jerusalem Post here, you know, we see a, a picture of President Trump there with uh, King Solomon bin Abdulaziz. And Saudi Arabia and Gulf states have agreed to deploy U.S. forces to deter Iran. And there was reports of 120,000 forces that were going to be called up. That's a big number. <laughs> that's a very big number. That's, that's in America. We reported on that last week, 120,000 of our troops over there. So what we have here, it's to you guys that have read the PNAC, document, you know, you know, that this is just the culmination of something that was put in motion a long time ago. So those, you know, that still believe that President Trump wears a white hat, it's a blood red hat, actually. 
and that blood's going to start flowing. And unfortunately, it has been flowing. And, you know, it, it's just part of this big picture that we see. What's really important? Is it the lives of the average people? Do you know how many people have died in Yemen? Do you know that 5 million people are at risk of starvation in Yemen? in the proxy war that's already going on between Saudi Arabia and Iran, and we could view that as a proxy war between the U.S., Russia, and China, you know, going on. And who's suffering? Just average people. You know, the problem is the Western countries haven't suffered themselves and don't realize the suffering that's going on in other countries. The suffering that's gone on in Afghanistan and in Syria and in Iraq and in Somalia and in Sudan and, you know, it's going to be spreading. We don't really understand it, especially if we just are so wound up and busy with our normal lives and our normal activities. We don't understand the atrocities that are going on in this world and being committed in these endless wars. And they are endless. And that's part of the plan. Syria says missiles fired from Israeli-held territory at Damascus, and uh, Israeli News Live was talking about this. Uh, he does a great job, you know. You know this. We and we know. I mean, I've had so many people say to me, you know, this is the Damascus prophecies being fulfilled. Of course, you know this. This is, uh, of course, this is all part of the bigger picture. You know, we've been told what's going to happen, and they're going to carry it out. 1871, guys. 1871. The Banking Act, right? And we also have Mr. Pike telling us about three WWs, you know? Well, the, the three world wars, Albert Pike, the highest ranking uh, Freemason of the 1800s that was credited with resurrecting Freemasonry in the 1800s. He was also the um, uh, a Confederate war general, the only Confederate war general that actually has a statue, a large statue of himself within the city limits of washington dc because even back then it was left right paradigm to us to a not to the same extent that it was now but um he was a very very wicked evil dude <laughs> i mean and in the book morals and dogma which is like the freemasons bible he was quoted as saying that you know we say to the crowd meaning just the general populace that we worship the god of the bible essentially but yet, to you, Sovereign Grand Inspector Generals of the 30th, 31st, 32nd, and 33rd degree, I tell you, we worship Lucifer. So that's the same Albert Pike that prophesied these thir three world wars, and this is the third world war we're right on the cusp of. And um, I believe he prophesied that that was going, and I think we're, I'm going to get into that today. If we can get to that point where it, it will be, um, it'll be like the Muslims against, you know, the other the other side that'll be the crux of that war and it's, it's looking like it's going to play out that way and then we also had the great chicago fire we had so many things that happened there's certain times in history that are just amazingly active and become these these points in time that the whole direction of the planet gets shifted a little more in line with the plans of the controllers and okay so we have that and um, let's go ahead and continue. Now, I'm kind of giving you like both sides of the reports that I'm seeing today. Uh, and Dave Hodges, again, he really hasn't got the, the full memo on Trump yet. You can tell, though, he's having serious, serious doubts. 
because as time goes by, it's getting harder and harder to deny that Trump is on team evil. Um, and this isn't a just came out, I don't know, within hours. Has Trump been the victim of a coup? Has President Trump been deposed? Has he been the victim of a coup? If not, please read the following. Help me make sense of what is going on. And please spare me the be patient with Trump. He has a plan stuff. His term is well over, is half over, and it's time to act. Yeah, that's, you know, but he's, you know, like I said, I, I think we've already proven without a shadow of the doubt that, that he is just a puppet on a string and he's being controlled by his handlers. Um, is John Bolton the new president? Please consider the following. And these must, I don't know if these are tweets or he didn't specifically say this, but at 1227, U.S. begins deployment. And I believe this is today, 1227 p.m. U.S. begins deployment of ground troops to Saudi Arabia. And this isn't this doesn't have anything to do with what I just covered on the Iraqi attack and the base there the, of the U.S. Embassy. This is separate. 229, Bahran issues another statement talking of very grave developments today in the region. 230, Secretary Mike Pompeo has called urgent meetings rare on a now that was yesterday rare on a Saturday with key U.S. politicians and officials they are being referred to as crisis meetings further meetings hurriedly being coordinated with international allies for later today and then yesterday Saturday at 11:35 extremely high military act activity over Persian Gulf uh, Iran is in full intelligence war with the United States already. 11.35 a.m. yesterday, dozens of Iranian families, some of them officials, entered Iraq during the past two days and settled in Kadhimia and Karbala in anticipation of a possible U.S. strike. Um, and then 9.23 a.m., Bahran, foreign minister, warns of critical and dangerous developments unfolding in the region covert intel that dave got from about 12 for about 12 seconds today someone secured a target lock on each vessel in the uss abraham lincoln aircraft carrier strike group which we talked a lot about last week that that is the, the one they would really love to take out with a false flag nuke because that would get us into world war three if they could blame it on iran and that and that israel has these dolphin missiles that they got from norway that they could put one of these low-yield false uh, nuclear devices on, strike this carrier, and take it out, and then blame Iran. But, coincidentally, for 12 seconds today, someone secured a target lock on each, each vessel in the USS Abraham Lincoln aircraft carrier strike group operating in the Arabian Sea, Gulf of Oman. At this time, no one knows who obtained the target lock because the signal stopped before triangulation could complete. Obtaining a target lock with fire control radar is an act of war, and when any military vessel is on the receiving end of such a target lock, the rules of engagement make clear they are free to engage because only seconds after such a lock might, might they be receiving they might they might be on the receiving end of a, of hostile fire someone is playing a deadly game with our military and it is exactly this type of foolishness that could lead to an accidental start of war it won't be accidental this info comes to me from a known source who works for foreign a foreign government whom i spoke personally with minutes ago i have many many more now this is all separate than the stuff i just talked to you about on all the other reports 
I just talked. This is totally separate reports coming from Dave Hodges. There's not even a lot of over. I mean, yes, there's overlap, but some of this Hal Turner doesn't even know about, evidently. Uh, have many more of these communications which are indicative of a nation preparing for war. If the president has been deposed and a coup has been initiated, and again, I don't, I don't think that's the case. I think he's fully on board. But we can expect that right before hostilities break out that this country will go under martial law. In order for that to happen, the country must be put in a state of unparalleled crisis. What will it be? None of us who are not on the inside can be sure and not even insiders know what will transpire. I have learned from previous insiders that when a false flag is initiated, there are often several false flags planned. This is done to keep the legitimate authorities guessing as to what is the real target and it gives federal law enforcement agencies too much ground to cover. I don't know what the false flags will be used to put America under martial law, but I can reasonably speculate as to the range of events and I can state with confidence that we will not see one false flag attack. We will see several. Here are my top candidates if this is indeed where we are heading. The Orville Dam fails, and we're right on the verge of that, right now. Okay, I'm going to play another update. I've been putting out, I put out two updates this week on the Orville Dam. It could go at any time, and they're having unprecedented rainfall, which we can totally control, which we, so it's being done on purpose. They're having unprecedented rainfall in all of the, the that whole region so that that dam will breach, is what it sounds like to me. Agri- um. If that, if it fails, millions of people are in peril. Agricultural losses combined with mid- Midwest flooding will make food prices unaffordable for most. I mean, I'm telling you, if the or, the bare minimum with all the flooding they've had in the Midwest, with all the livestock that have been killed there, with the fact that now only 30% of the corn that's, that should be planted by now is being planted, even though I know it's GMO garbage corn, it's only 30%. And every day that goes by, they use like 2% of their total yield for like the whole year or something. I just read. So, I think we're going to cover that today as well. Expect food prices to skyrocket this year. If the Oroville Dam goes and floods that whole region, which is like the, like the, the fertile crescent for California. It's a big valley, which is where most of their food production comes from. You're, I can't even imagine what food prices are going to go to. I can't even imagine. So if you um, if you don't have your your food stores and that type of stuff, if you know if the Lord leads you, storable food, this would be the time to do it. Uh, controlling the population through food is a popular means to induce control and incarceration as leverage. Further, the UN will have an excuse to enter. America, disguised as a benevolent humanitarian force to impose fake medical martial law. And all our troops will be in, in fighting in the Middle East. So that'll be... Again, they'll, they'll come under the guise of the blue helmets. They'll be Chinese and Russian and all these other foreign troops. Because all our troops will be gone. Don't forget that on April 9, 2019, Washington Post exposed the fact that the UN was providing humanitarian training to the newly formed Mexican National Guard. These could be the new FEMA camp guards. Also, the loss of 30% of the nation's retail following an Orville collapse uh, would indeed collapse the economy, and Adam Schiff tipped his hand when four days ago he warned against an economic collapse. I mean, we're so close to this, guys. I mean, it's... I, I, I mean, I'm just speechless almost with this information. 
Another thing that could happen, a Tet Offensive style of terror attacks will occur all across the nation, especially if we go to war with Iran. Every single Muslim terror cell, especially the ones that have Iran, Iranian, which is the majority of them, will be activated. These guys have been chomping at the bit to kill off the infidels in America for decades. They've been here for decades, and they've been ushered in under the cover of darkness by our own government. They've been put here by design, on purpose, to take us out. And that's just one of the embedded ones. They've been making biological, chemical things, you know, to, to take out whole cities. I've got into this many, many times. Remember, it was just five day, days ago that the FBI stated they found an, an ISIS training camp in Alabama. There are dozens just like these all across the country. There's probably hundreds. According to two federal agents at the border, there are now 20 cases of confinement for insurgents diagnosed with Ebola. They will be, will they be weaponized? Next point, we have reliable reports which indicate 8,000 Spetsnats, Russian troops, are already in America and their specialties taking down the grid. So expect a grid down scenario. These are their crack Spetsnaz troops. This isn't even including the ones that are already here in underground bases. I don't think. I believe we've got way more than 8,000 reported on them over and over as well. As I wrote this past week, and remember, this is going to be shock and awe. Like, when this stuff goes, we won't, like all of us, unless God puts us together, like, there will be no more broadcasts from me. There will be no more broadcasts from alternative media. It's going to be one of those, I'll see you on the other side. Because all of our lives are going to be, like, very, very different from that point forward. Things will never be the same, not even remotely. Things will never recover. We will go into World War III. We will go into the Tribulation, and that's the way it's going to be. I'm telling you. It's not going to go in reverse. This is shock and awe. This is order out of chaos. This is how they operate. And they've been playing this ever since 1871, when Albert Pike made that prophecy about, you know, the three world wars and World War III, which we're right on the cusp of. You know, I hate to be Johnny Raincloud, Debbie Downer, but I'm telling you, this is what I've been reporting on for years. This is the way, this is what they're planning. I'm not saying God cannot intervene and give us more time. But eventually, the way I see this plan, and it's all biblical too. It all lines up with the Bible. This is the way it's going to most likely play out. As I wrote this past week, Pence is forced to resign because of his mid misdeeds. P Pence is forced to resign. Oh, this would be part of the false flags. He may be forced to resign because of his misdeeds in Indiana and Trump is then deposed. I don't know why they'd want to depose Trump if he's fully on board doing a great job for the New World Order and the Patriot movements are asleep. Why would, he, why would they want to do that? Now, if he stops playing ball... Okay, I understand that. Maybe that's plan B for them. But why would they want to do it if Trump's up there saying to, the, to the, all the conservatives and all of his base and all the patriots and all the Christians, everything's under control, guys. Yes, all our troops are overseas. Yes, we're at war with Iran. Yes, the economy's collapsing. Yes, food prices are 100 times worse. Yes, we've got hyperinflation. Yes, we've got pandemics. Yes, we've got foreign troops on our own soil, but they're UN peacekeepers. They're here for your benefit. Trump would be the ultimate one to placate his base, the conservatives, the patriots, and the Christians, to get them to just basically lay down and, and you know, get onto the FEMA buses or onto the FEMA trains and go to the, you know. He'd be the perfect guy to have that in place. So I don't know why they would want him out of there. 
If that does happen, Pelosi will assume command of the presidency and will initiate martial law and FEMA camp detainment for deemed dis dissidents. This will be expanded upon in part two. He's going to do a part two on this. There are literally dozens of these types of scenarios that could bring down our country. I think we must all agree that even if President Trump is not the subject of a successful coup, we must admit, and remember, Dave has not got the memo fully on who Trump is. Okay, he, I emailed him several times about this, and it's not like he's rebuked me, but he doesn't say anything, which is typical of the response I get when I try to all email people on alternative media about Trump. They don't want to hear it. But at the same time, I think they are, they are kind of starting to look at it more and say, well, I don't know how much more I can deny on this, you know. <laughs> um, I think we must all agree that President Trump is not the subject of a successful coup. We must admit that he is either a fake plant by the deep state or he is deeply compromised. Consider the following. So again, they're coming around. Consider the following. If the president is going to have a realistic chance to win the 2020 election, I think that's garbage because it's all predetermined anyway, he must restore the power of his base centered in the independent media. Well, if things were on the up and up and if the voting system was fair, I would agree, sure. But the thing is, is Trump is doing everything he can do to incentivize millions of illegal aliens pouring across our border, which are a built-in democratic voting block and base. They're going to get to the point where they're not going to need to rig the elections. Even though they will do that, they're not going to need to because they're going to have their voting block already here. He has done nothing to enforce federal law against the big tech companies that are illegally censoring the alternative media. Richard Saunders writes emails to me on a regular basis telling me how full of crap I am with regard to believing in Trump, which I'm doing the same thing. Then he says perhaps he's correct. Yes. Many... In the alternative media no longer believe in trump for this reason well that and a whole bunch of others they are afraid to say so because they don't want to lose their following consisting of many people who believe in santa claus easter bunny and donald trump next point trump clearly has lost control of the pentagon as witnessed by their mutiny at the border and the ongoing preparations for world war three against trump's wishes again he's saying trump is against this world war three scenario i have heard that and there and i will play one other video along those lines am i saying i buy it no i'm not saying i buy it but i do want to present that scenario on the off chance that that comes to pass like he's being forced into this uh type of thing and then they got so much on trump to blackmail him on so many different levels you know they even even if he was against it ultimately he's going to do what they, they tell him to do as Trump attempts to bring the economy under control, why is the military spend, spending at continuing at record rates? This is clearly a president who is not in control of the military spending. Well, unless he's on board, which I totally believe he is. Beware of the military-industrial complex. Um, why is the president being allowed to destroy the free trade agreements with China? If he is, and we're going to talk a lot about that today, if he is controlled, this would make the elite very mad. However, if one is planning war with China, who cares about free trade agreements at this point? Well, and again, China would be a logical country to be aligned against America in a World War III scenario. Russia backing Iran, China backing Iran, and then there are other, there are other companies, countries that are going to align themselves there. Um, so, 
I have been stunned as AG Barr, Attorney General Barr, appears to be taking on the deep state. Oh, please spare me. However, if, if one slows down and looks at Barr, he has nothing but he does nothing but make noise. That's all Trump's been doing too. Tough talk, tough talk. Oh, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. I'm a big man. I'm a big man on campus. And then nothing really ends up happening, or if, or if something does happen, it's window dressing. And the ultimate agenda of the New World Order just keeps steamrolling forward with these little bumps in the road, these little bones that, that Trump will throw out to keep his base asleep. I, I see it over and over. It's happening all the time. Uh, in basketball parlance, he has delivered a lot of head fakes, but he has not scored even one basket. If the president has been deposed to his handlers, this is easy to anticipate. They would be Bolton and Pompeo. Or, or Ivanka and Jared Kushner is really the more likely or a combination of all of them. I could go on and on. We as a nation have been deplatformed. We have no leadership. So Dave's finally coming around. Now here's an alternative scenario. I played this guy last week. He's a horrible person. I had an email, a listener email me about him, and she and she directed me to one of his audio clips, and it was horrible. He's a horrible, horrible, uh, evil person. Okay, but I'm going to play this clip because I do believe he's got some information that could be. Um, um, just like last week, could add to the whole puzzle pieces of what is actually going on over there. And this is this David Goldberg guy, has already been proven exactly right on his past predictions on the Iran war. And that is true. He did predict this well before. He's got a White House source, and he predicted like a month before that exact information came out. Um, he just put out shocking new information from the White House sources. These liars in our government and fake news blamed Iran for the recent tanker damage, which was utterly ridiculous and fake. Yeah, which is what I thought too. American planes were seen flying over the tankers. Okay, so again, Hal Turner's like, no, this is Iran doing it. Nah, I doubt that. They want to get us into World War III any way they can. They told you they're going to launch false flag attacks. And... Why would Iran do this? They said the damage was 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 Iranian divers planning explosives, and then they said it was Iranian drones. These demons never stop lying to start wars. The, the very bad news is now they are planning something much bigger, like a dirty bomb that will be blamed on Iran to get the American people behind the war. And again, that's, that's the scenario is dirty bomb being launched against um, the USS Abraham Lincoln, Take out that gigantic aircraft carrier. We're into World War III. Talked about it last week a lot. They know they have to do something very big now. Now, I'm going to go ahead and play this short video. Hello, everyone. This is David Goldberg again. As you know, I have been very active in the Jewish community my entire career. I have many friends in Israel and New York and Washington, D.C. I was contacted by a White House insider recently i have done many videos on the topic and i just spoke with them the other day and they have told me some very interesting news and i think there's very good news they have told me that there is a top rabbi in israel this individual this rabbi has the ear of benjamin netanyahu he is a very influential he is very involved in the war planning for the iran war plans and he has said that this rollout for the war, 
that we have seen over the past two to three weeks that I've been talking about for a month has been a total disaster for Israel. It has been a total disaster for the warmongers who want war with Iran. So this is, it's been extraordinary to witness because what happened is this. The administration was starting to plant the stories. They were already building it up. And we saw the story start to develop a month ago, and we started to hear more and more about Iran. And if you turn on the news, you saw each day more and more stories about Iran. Well, that is all a rollout. That is propaganda. You are being fed a narrative that is planned. But it is blown up in their faces completely. Bolton, Pompeo, from what my source said, my understanding is this. Bolton and Pompeo uh, messed up. They basically left some loose ends that were not tied up correctly. So this whole rollout looks very suspicious. It looks ridiculous. And what happened is this. The U.S. media responded negatively to the rollout. Now, whether that's controlled or part of the propaganda, there were, this was a very fluid situation. Very fluid. So what they were doing is they were monitoring the public response. A few weeks ago, they, they were monitoring it very carefully. And what they realized, the public response was 95% negative. It was tremendously negative against this war. The media saw that. The media has, has departments that are dedicated to this sort of thing. And they said, okay, we cannot push the war right now. We cannot push the war. So they turned against the war. The Trump administration saw this was a fluid situation. The propaganda was not working. And Donald Trump turned against the war. If you note, he was actually for it in the beginning. He was straddling that line. He was not particularly... But if what happened today, um, obviously with the validity of that, in the tweet that I read you from him, it would seem as though that would have been steered him back where he would be for it again, okay? Because, again, all it's going to take is is one... Whether whether Trump is in the know or not, all it's going to take is, is either a series of false flags or one really big false flag to get Trump on board with this. And it appears he is anyway. He wasn't speaking out against it at first. But when they saw the public response was 95% against, they changed the narrative, and Trump came out against it. So they're rewriting the script right now. I'm going to tell you right now what they're going to do. Trump is going to be positioned as anti-war. But that is building up to something in the future, and I'm going to tell you what it is. The media is going to be positioned as anti-war, and they're going to use this to their advantage now. Because the public has woken up simply too much. We know Iraq... Got to mute that. ...can up to what Israel is up to. Here's what they're going to do. They, I have been told that once they saw the rollout wasn't working, they're going to flip the script, and they're going to use the anti-war sentiment to their favor. So you're going to see Trump be more anti-war, more favorable to Iran. You're going to see the media more anti-war. So the public begins to trust the media on this issue again, or they start to trust Trump on the issue again. So we will see that over the coming months. But then 
they will block. But again, he even said it's a very fluid situation. I mean, things could change one way or another. On a mo and just the stuff I covered at the very beginning, that could be enough. You know, if they came out in the news and they said, listen, they've done this, 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 and this, and then they've done this, and another false flag tomorrow or something. That could be enough, you know, to, to, to change that perception publicly and to get people on wanting the war. Okay, so I've kind of given you every scenario or a lot of the different scenarios that could play out today regarding the subject because I don't want you to be caught flat-footed if it doesn't exactly go one way. Could go a couple different ways, but the reality is, is no matter what, the end result is us getting closer and closer to World War III every single day. I know false flag that is so devastating that you cannot look away from it. I'm talking about a dirty bomb, a nuclear device, right. something that will be blamed on Iran. Right. And at that point, the Americans will say, we trust the media, we trust Trump because they were against war. But now Iran has dropped a dirty bomb. We have to go to war. So they're shifting the PSYOP a little bit here. It is incredible to witness, but we are not through this. I need you to your support. Please put my video. Okay, so we have that. And, um, boy, I tell you, this is crazy stuff. Okay, so switching gears, I got an email the other day from a longtime listener, Julie, and she wrote me and she said, thought you'd be interested to read what is happening in New Zealand. Uh... Then she says, do they not have more important investigations to carry out? And this is a report that broke, I guess, in the last week. It says, police in New Zealand looking to make arrest of a Christian who left a chick gospel track about Islam and Muslims called Men of Peace in their mailbox. So they're arresting you in New Zealand now if you put out this Men of Peace track from chick. This is the main track I put out. When I go out, I have probably put out, I don't know how many. I don't know. And I'm not saying that because I'm bragging. I'm just saying when I go out, you know, I will put these things out. They're, they're, you can put them in the gas station things. There's A lot of times there's little slots. There's little signs they have up. You can put them in there. And they get taken. The reason I like this track this specific track, this Men of Peace track, and there's a picture of it here, right on the thing, is because it shows these Muslim guys with an Islamic flag, and it says Men of Peace with a question mark. And it's something that a lot of times will get people's attention, because a lot of people are aware of this creeping Islam that's coming into the country. Whereas maybe another track wouldn't really grab their attention. But this one, I think, is a great ice-breaking tool. There's another one they've got called Camel in the Tent. But I like this one the best because I just feel like that, that maximally it, you know. And if you're going to do this, I would always pray over your tracks too prior to putting them out. Like for divine, you know, intervention, they end up in the right hands and people get saved by reading them and that type of stuff. I was floored when I saw this because this is the main track I put out. Police have taken fingerprints and canvassed the neighborhood to try and identify who delivered the material. They're 
they're, they took fingerprints off the track to try to see who did it. What, what are they going to do when they find them? I mean, I would hope it is at least 30 days in the electric chair. And their whole family, too. They all need to die, obviously. For this egregious... Islam can murder, rape, kill, steal, pillage, acid, attack, rape farm animals all day long. That's all stuff they do, and they love doing it. That's fine. That's good. But don't you dare speak out against Satan in the form of this hate speech. The pamphlet appears to originate from the American evangelical Christian Jack Chick, who was known for his anti-Islam, anti-Judaism. I don't see how he's anti-Judaism. Maybe, maybe anti-false Judaism. You know, because let's face it, if you're in Judaism... It's a false religion. They rejected their Messiah. So he's trying to get them to recognize who their true Messiah was, Jesus Christ. But anyway, anti-Catholic cartoons. Yeah, because he cares about their souls. Jack Chick actually passed away, I think, in the last few years. The New Zealand Muslim Association president, Ilak Kaskari, says he's pleased the police are taking it so seriously. He says, we must remember these are just fringe elements. And unfortunately they are, because most Christians, you know, and I'm not condemning anybody, but the percentage of most Christians do not put out tracks, I think. It's safe to say. And especially one like this, because it's more, it's a little more on the hardcore side. You know, it's, it's beyond not politically correct, is what I mean. Police are urging anyone with similar concerns to contact them and say they're taking the matter seriously. Uh, and then, so that was part of that report. Now, this was reported, Jack Chick, before his death, dealt with many topics and warned people about the counterfeit Christian church known as Roman Catholicism. He warned people, and there's a link to that, tracks on Roman Catholicism in the PDF for this date, warned people about the LGBTQ movement, warned people about all sorts of topics. Chick also produced many tracks warning about Islam and Sharia law. Someone in New Zealand handed out one of these tracks and now they're wanted by the police. Remember, Jesus said in John 15, 20, Remember the word I said unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they have not kept my saying, if they have kept my saying, they will also keep yours also. Do you get the sense that the wide open window we have enjoyed for so long is starting to close? Well, it's already closed in New Zealand as far as I can see. I do. Yes, this story takes place in New Zealand and not in America. But guess what? America is a kitten's whisker away from turning socialist. Could I see Americans in America arrested for handing out gospel tracts if the democratic socialists get power? I absolutely do. Read the story below and click on the link to read the new chick track on Islam in its entirety. And then ask yourself if it's hate speech or if it's the gospel. This article refers to people who hand out gospel tracts as fringe elements in extremists and calls for them to be locked up. Locked up for handing, handing out the gospel tracts. The door is closing, people. It's closing fast. Like we always say, if you're looking to get something done for the Lord, you need to do it now. And this is the original report. Police investigating after anti-Islam leaflets dropped in Auckland, New Zealand. 
Police are investigating the distribution of anti-Islam materials in Auckland letterboxes. She was so concerned about the materials, she took it to the police, evidently who, whoever got it. I think they're taking it seriously. They came immediately. Of course, they're going to send the thought police out immediately and fingerprint print the tracks to find out who needs to die. Before the Christchurch Christ terror attacks, which were total false flag, which we proved, she'd never seen such material. Mount Roskill is one of Auckland's most diverse suburbs. Police have taken fingerprints and have canvassed the neighborhood to try to find out and identify. You know, you've got all this wickedness going on in the world, but they're going to devote all this time to, to finding one person who's put out these tracks. The pamphlet appears to originate from American evangelical Christian Jack Chick, who was known for his anti-Islam, anti-Judaism, and anti-Catholic cartoons. Here's, here's an excerpt from it. Here's a screenshot. And here you can click you can click this screenshot to read it or just go to chick.com. The New Zealand Muslim Association president Kashkari said he's pleased the police are taking it so seriously. He says we must remember these are just fringe elements. Police are urging anyone with similar concerns to contact them and say they are taking the matter very seriously. Oh, I bet you are. I bet you are. Uh okay. So we're going to switch gears. Boy, boy, I tell you, we don't have a lot of time left. We do not have a lot of time left. And Trump's doing nothing about this stuff. So you just got to understand that. It's all window dressing. He's not going to bat for us. He's not going to change everything. He's not going after big tech. He's not going to, it's, it's not happening. He's not doing it. You might see a little bone here or there, but ultimately... The big New World Order steamroller, you know. And, and God's letting it happen. God is letting... But he's the one that said, the night cometh when no man can work. So our window is closing and closing, and it's closing very fast, as far as I can see. The next report is Orville Dam is damaged beyond repair, could go at any time. Last-ditch efforts being implemented. I'm telling you, if this one thing happens with Orville Dam, that could be the trigger for everything else starting. All eyes are on Orville Dam this week as record rainfalls are predicted and Orville Dam is already beyond repair and estimated at 97% full. They're doing this by design, record rainfall, by design. They have the ability to stop the rain from coming in and to bring it in. And they've had it probably since the 60s and they've openly admitted to it. And I've said this before, giving you their own documents which prove it. So they're doing this by design on purpose because they want to breach this. They want to have their order out of chaos and get this show kicked off. I have organized the latest reports on dam conditions, weather conditions, and live stream videos in the advent of a major catastrophe this week. Now, I'm, a, I'm not going to play all those videos, but I give you a link to them if you want. Some of them are live, literally. You're watching the dam spillway live, okay? Um, the dam area is expected to get 12 inches of rain this week. If this happens, it will be a tragedy. Many are watching and waiting to see what happens. And that's why I said prayer alert when I put this out. You know, I don't know if it's God's will to hold the rain back. I don't know. But I would pray in that regard, sure. But there's going to come a time when judgment comes to America and, you know, <laughs> it could happen very soon. We're Many are waiting and watching to see what happens, especially those that live in that area. Will the dam finally burst? I mean, I've been talking about this for two years now. 
I can hardly believe that I am worried about this and I am 6,500 miles away and yet this is not even being discussed except by a small number of concerned citizens. They could be labeled as conspiracy theorists were it not from an absolute dire report by top forensic engineer Bob Bia. Such voices always go unheeded by the non-entities that run the show. I also put this in the context of a crumbling infrastructure in the USA. After almost 20 years of constant wars, it would take 80 years to correct just the crumbling bridges and infrastructure that we have in the United States. That doesn't even take into account all the nuclear power plants and dams that are also de deteriorating. And the list goes on and on. Can you recognize the predicament when you see it? So I'm going to play this video here. Ladies and gentlemen, following this broadcast, I'm going to refer you over to the commonsenseshow.com website, and I have a detailed analysis of the present condition of the Oroville Dam. By the time you hear this, this data could be 24 hours old, but most of the relevant material is there. My name is Dave Hodges. I'm the host of the Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. We're brought to you by Survival Package. It was there, including the great special the shelf life preparewithdave.com well the Oroville dam is in trouble but it's not the only one in trouble in california we got two more dams that are in big trouble one of them in particular is the prado dam that is in orange county and its failure could endanger 1.4 million people and according to miss doherty of the army corps of engineers she's the director there Los Angeles Division, she said that we're one major storm away from collapse. Earthen dams don't overtop well, and this is exactly what could happen. I have a detailed analysis, again, of that on the CommonSenseShow.com website. In addition, the Gabriel Dam is endangering a million people 40 miles uh, east of the Prado Dam. And then, of course, there's the Oroville Dam. And the Oroville Dam, they're now using the pen stocks to release water at 13,000 cubic square feet per second. That's not enough. You'll look at the charts that are there. They're barely keeping their head above water. And they have to do this because the spillway is inoperable. It's not working. The spillway at Prado is not working properly. So what we're looking at is a spillway. It seems to be a major problem with these earthen dams. And in fact, they've never fixed it properly since the 2017 evacuation in February. Well, what else do we need to know? Well, these penstocks aren't meant to be a permanent solution. It's upped the outflow to 13,000. But they can't keep that up forever. And what's coming because of the rain and because of the runoff from the snow is about 17,500, so inflow is going to greatly outpace outflow, even with this logistics. The people I talk to say that they probably have bought three days, maybe, of extra time. I don't know if they have any other rabbits up their sleeve. I can't get that question answered, but they got to be running out of options. They're there 24-7, but their message is everything is fine, but they're there 24-7 working in the dark. So how fine can it be? Again, I want to refer everyone up to the CommonSenseShow.com for all the details on the Oroville Dam. This is the last-ditch effort, in my humble opinion. Thank you for joining. Okay, so we have that. 
And again, prayer, just a lot to pray about uh, there. Uh, <clears throat> Next report. Are the Clintons involved in child sex trafficking? Well, we obviously know that they are, but here's a, a video that kind of gets into that. Investigative journalist Corey Lynn recently asked the question, are Bill and Hillary Clinton involved with child trafficking? While we are still free to ask questions, let's take a close look at what we know about the Clintons and their associates. In 1971, young Hillary Rodham worked at a law firm where she worked on child custody cases. In 1973, she did her postgraduate study at Yale on children and medicine. Her work seemed to be focused on protecting children, but in 1975, Hillary Clinton defended... Some of the worst pedophile child, child molesters always position themselves to be working with children, and many times in positions where they're entrusted with their welfare. A 41-year-old man for the violent gang rape of a 12-year-old girl. And they jerked me off my bicycle. They put me in a truck and, and they were hitting me. This is the girl that was raped and Hillary Clinton represented the rapist that brutally raped this girl. I mean, she, she's still, she's been um, physically, very, very much physically damaged and mentally damaged to this day. And, and Hillary happily defended um, the rapists and joked about it afterward, that, that she got the rapists off. I was screaming and crying. I went into a coma, and I was told at that point by the doctor that it was a 99% chance that I could probably never have kids. In this affidavit seeking a psychiatric evaluation of the victim and signed Hillary Rodham, the rookie lawyer painted the victim. They're showing all the documents as they're playing the video emotionally unstable suggesting she brought false accusations like this before that she fantasized about older men years later that's what hillary said she was fantasizing and false accusations when they gang raped her and and uh, jerked her off her bicycle and did all this i mean dead to rights and but this witch hillary clinton from the very onset because she's a, a wicked vessel of satan and of his lust and of the lust of her father, she will do. And he he loves to kill, steal, and destroy. Well, she's just like Satan. So of course she's gonna defend child molesters. Hillary not only bragged about getting her client a lighter sentence, but she chuckled about knowing the man was guilty. Because a lot of things I had to tell her. She passed. It was forever destroyed my face. Okay, that's Hillary talking. She said he took a polygraph test and he passed, which forever destroyed my faith in polygraphs, meaning she knew he was guilty. And But see, because he was a sociopath or a psychopath, they can pass lie detector tests because they don't have a conscience. So they don't have all those same spikes that other people would have when they take lie detector tests. So that forever destroyed her faith in lie detectors is what that all means. In 1999, she launched the International Center for Missing and Exploited Children with ah. Richard Branson and oh, his mother boy. Eve. With board members tied to the pedestal. That's like Ted Bundy opening like a woman's home. Like, like you know, be equivalent to that. ICMEC is a nonprofit supported entirely by private funds which claims to eradicate child abduction. Huh. And yet, no, what it does is facilitate it and make it all happen so that they have plenty of victims that they can kill and drink their blood and torture and do what they do. 
numbers of trafficked victims significantly increased since its inception. When ICMEC began, human trafficking was approximately a $30 billion a year business. And after nine years of the ICMEC, human trafficking grew to be over $150 billion. So it only went up five times after, what, nine years of their wonderful efforts to supposedly eradicate it. But no, it went up five-fold because that's what they're all about. They, they, they come in feigning that they're trying to do one thing and they're actually trying to do, they are actually doing the exact opposite. A year business. In 2009, the Clinton Global Initiative launched the Polaris Project, who runs the National Human Trafficking Resource Center and Hotline. Also in 2009, Amber Reddy Incorporated selected Clinton Associates, the Podesta Group, as their PR company. Amber Reddy's cell phone technology creates a database on children across the globe stored in cell phones. In 2010, Laura Silsby was arrested at the Haitian border for trying to smuggle 33 children out of Haiti. Her lawyer, Jorge Torres, was a fugitive and later convicted of trafficking children from Central America and Haiti into the United States. For unknown reasons, Bill Clinton got involved and Laura Silsby's charges were reduced to arranging irregular travel. Silsby then returned to the U.S. and became the Vice President of Marketing for AlertSense, who works with the Amber Alert system. In 2012, the Ten Island Challenge was launched by the Clintons and Richard Branson, and later joined by Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, George Soros, Tom Steyer, Mark Zuckerberg, and Prince Al-Walid bin Talal. Their stated mission is to convert Ten Islands into renewable energy. The area is a hotbed for forced labor and child sex trafficking. So they go under and they, they convert these 10 islands and then they just turn them into uh, child sex trafficking hubs, which was the whole goal anyway. And all the stuff they did in Haiti and things of this nature. I mean, this is how wicked these people are. In 2013, Hillary's State Department covered up the crimes of an ambassador who was soliciting sex with underage children. A State Department memo says the ambassador, quote, routinely ditched his protective security detail in order to solicit sexual favors from both prostitutes and minor children. The memo also says a top State Department official directed department investigators to, quote, cease the investigation into the ambassador's conduct. In 2014, the Polaris Project created an online Online global modern-day slavery database directory. In 2017, Clinton associate Anthony Weiner went to prison for sexting with a 15-year-old girl. His laptop contained evidence of child pornography and a crime against children. Okay, he, that's all they say there, but that's that's the whole where Hillary Clinton and Huma Abedin, under the file on Anthony Weiner's laptop labeled insurance because it was his life insurance policy where it showed Huma Abedin and Hillary Clinton taking that was nine-year-old, 10-year-old girl, torturing her, cutting her face off, and then putting that face over theirs and terrorizing her with her own face like it was a mask. That's what they did to this uh, 10-year-old girl. I saw pictures of it the other day, yesterday. I saw, this is the first time I've actually ever saw a picture of it. It was in a file. I didn't go on the dark web or anything. 
And um, I wouldn't even like forward that to anybody. But um, it was a big, gigantic file on all of the Kabbalist doings and Hillary and all of the end goal of, of everything. It was, it was one of the most sick things I've ever seen. And uh, that's what they do. And then they killed her when she was maximally terrified and drank her blood because it was saturated with adrenochrome that they get high off of. And that's what they do. That's how they have fun. Okay, that was the video that was on Anthony Weiner's laptop that made grown detectives that had been detectives for 20 years ball and retire from service because they couldn't handle it. Hardened New York City detectives. I wouldn't want to ever see it. I wouldn't even have looked at the picture had I known it was coming. It was just, it was in a file and I scrolled up. I'm like, oh my word. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, that's Hillary Clinton. Clinton Foundation official Joel Getz was director of a chain of private kindergartens in China. In 2017, China launched a nationwide investigation into the chain of schools and reported that several children were drugged and sexually molested. Clinton associate Harold Moody, who worked for Youth Services in Little Rock, Arkansas, was arrested for child pornography charges involving live streaming chat rooms where infants were being raped. Middle East analyst who worked for the Clinton administration, George... All of these people are, are either posy with Clinton, they've got pictures of her that they're showing in the background, just so you know. They're all connected to her. ...is a convicted pedophile. Convicted pedophile Jeffrey Epstein was part of the original group that conceived the Clinton Global Initiative. Flight logs show that Bill Clinton flew on Epstein's private plane, the Lolita Express, at least 26 times to travel to Epstein's private island where dozens of underage girls claim to have been trafficked for sex acts with Epstein's powerful guests. Nixie Epstein was also very good buddies with Trump. And I got a whole study I'll do on that, but I won't say anything more than that right now because I would want to present the whole case and lay it all out if I can ever find the time to get to it. Cult members Claire Bronfman, her sister Sarah, and Nancy Salzman were all members of the Clinton Global Initiative, which is by invite only. The Nixium cult is being found guilty of sex trafficking, forced labor, and pedophilia. The Nixium cult was found illegally providing cash to Hillary's 2008 presidential campaign. When looking at all this information, it is only natural to ask the question, are Bill and Hillary Clinton involved with child trafficking? In looking at the various... They didn't even talk about Pizzagate and all the other stuff. I mean, you could. this video could be probably 10 hours long just on all the child sex trafficking and the, and the uh, child molestation and the, and the slaughtering, ritual slaughtering and the adrenochrome and all the other stuff that Luciferians like them do. Options at the end of her article, Corey writes, they created bills, instilled laws, built relationships, worldwide databases, countless initiatives, partnerships, and global hotlines, all with direct access to and knowledge of children and their whereabouts. And with their connections to several powerful convicted sex traffickers throughout their career, this all looks very sinister. We know there are several ongoing investigations into the Clinton Foundation, its proxies, and their business associates. And hopefully, the truth will be uncovered and justice will be served. For NewsWars.com, this is Greg Reese. So we have that. I wanted to 
put that in there. That was a very good, concise video on that. Now, I'm going to play a uh, few clips from um, the Ted and Austin, uh, Dr. Um, Ted Brower and Austin radio show. First one's from May 13th, and we just cover a lot of really important stuff. It's the speech police have a new communist phone app to turn to turn patriots in now. Uh, Canada's force, forcing parents to promote gen, transgenderism to their children. The dangers of political correctness, and there are many jihadi training camps in the United States. A lot of different stuff going on today. Tech tyrants now. This is something that we really have to look at, as, and I need our listeners, too, to look at this. And, you know, if you have ideas on what we can do to combat this, this is a serious issue that I just realized last week that's occurring now. Researchers from the University of Utah, Digit Lab, have now developed a new smartphone app for leftists, which will allow liberals to report anyone who says or does something that personally offends them to law enforcement under the pretext of a hate crime. No is the hate incident reporting system the app has now been branded as a tool to help fill the alleged gap in hate crime reportings which is apparently tracked by the fbi this is a pretty creepy app guys and like i said there's something we have to do as americans and as patriots and as constitutionalists to combat this app because this is pretty crazy when i read it here in a second According to the official announcement, the hate incident reporting system accepts reports beyond crimes captured in police records, including derogatory epitaphs written in bathrooms, all the way to slurs yelled from a car window. The Emily Nicholas, the graduate assistant who helped develop this app, says the major problem we're dealing with is that hate crimes are so underreported, not only to police, but to the federal government. There are cases when it can be very difficult to report hate crimes to police, especially for undocumented people. We're hoping. So, again, what we're seeing in New Zealand with the hate crime being the passing out of a gospel tract. You know, now we're seeing that it's just expanding and expanding where we're getting to the point now where any type of truth speech across a wide gamut will be absolutely outlawed and be punishable by, by you know, imprisonment. That will be a space where people feel comfortable. <laughs> This is insane to me because while Nicholas and her fellow Stazis claim that reporting these hate incidents through the reporting system is confidential, Mass Private Tell blog has already pointed out correctly that it's just a few steps away from implementing a totalitarian society where only approved forms of leftist speech are considered socially and eventually legally acceptable. Where in our Constitution does it say that it's acceptable to report someone who has not even committed a crime? simply for offending you, asked the mass private blog, creating a national blacklist of people who use derogatory epitaphs or slurs will turn this country into a mere image of China, handing pictures, videos, and detailed descriptions of someone or something that offended them to law enforcement will essentially turn them into the speech police. Now, I do not encourage nor do I promote people using racial slurs, derogatory comments to one another, going around and using, you know, what they're talking about here i don't agree with that at all but on the other hand too you cannot start allowing an app run by leftists that has now apparently been approved and now they're trying to integrate into local law enforcement and in the next few months you cannot start allowing a app to be used to simply to push 
push of a button, you click it, it takes video or photo recordings of the perpetrators that you essentially are trying to tattle on and have them sent over to a database now for saying, this individual said this, this individual said that. The amount of true actual hate crimes are so minimal. That's why they're... And nobody will lie like a leftist. I mean, they're, they're, they've done studies on these people, and they're the biggest liars, uh, the, the most likely to steal, the most likely to commit crimes. The mo I mean, it, it's just off the scale. So, you know, it's like um, the fox guarding the hen house, essentially. They can accuse you of anything they want. I saw a report the other day where there was a teacher in Connecticut, this devil, and he... He went, he was on a stairwell in a school that he worked at as a teacher, and he dropped one round of 9mm ammo, and then supposedly came by later and found it, called the cops, they put the school on lockdown, and it was it was basically all about taking away our gun rights. Because of, And then they when they reviewed the video, they saw that he did it, though. So, I mean, these people, these people are total vessels of Satan, and they have no conscience, and, and there's nothing that they won't do. I mean, they're underreported. People have to come in and make up hate crimes to make them actually exist in some cases. Oh, oh, that's right. Jesse Smollett had to do that and put a, wind, a right. noose around his neck and pretend that two white supremacists poured bleach on him while yeah. yelling, make America great again, as he went back to his room, leaving the noose on his neck and reported a fake hate crime, only to find out that he took two black men that were integrated from Africa and paid them money yeah. to commit a hate crime against him so he could file an illegal hate crime. Oh, that's right. And he got off scot-free yeah. and absolutely had zero charges, zero anything right. whatsoever because he's part of the leftist agenda. Yeah. So, and he even wanted an apology. I, I saw at one point afterward, even though he committed this total lie, and he did all this illegal stuff. He wanted an apology for uh, what I have no idea that they actually that they actually arrested him once he got caught lying about it. Evidently, he wanted some type of. I mean, this is the the red level insanity that we're dealing with. Bear with me if you don't think that there's that much stuff going on right now as far as this hate speech. This is being used as a tool by the leftists to muzzle any opposition, anybody that talks negatively about the narrative, anybody that does not go along with the mainstream approach. So back to what I originally said, as American patriots, in my opinion, I don't know that much about apps, but I know there's some listeners of us that do. We have to start looking at a way to combat this, whether it be a app that essentially is going to be a defensive app against this or ways to legally approach this and get this app turned off and do not allow this to occur. I'm not sure the legal ramifications of this, but obviously they've gotten the green light to push this, which of course they would, because this is the totalitarian communist manifesto agenda, is to go in and start allowing essentially what they call brown shirts in Germany to cattle on anybody that does not do what they deem to be the mainstream narrative direction. So if I come up to somebody or we're having a discussion, they come up to me and they go, I don't, I don't like your hat. You're wearing a MAGA hat. And I say, okay, I'm wearing a MAGA hat. Get over it. Walk away. Don't bother me. Now, so they flip on their app and say, what did you say to me again? I'm trying to travel freely unmolested on my way, and you just told me to get out of your way. And I'm going to say, yeah, you're acting like an idiot, dude. You're telling me you don't like my hat. I'm trying to walk. What are you doing? This move. And they go, oh, my gosh, you just told me to move. That's a direct order. Are you giving me a direct order because I'm black or I'm Hispanic? Are you telling me to move because you 
you think I'm an undocumented migrant. I'm reporting you. And now all of a sudden, it may not, nothing may occur about it. They may not even investigate me. But now we start having an entire group of empowered leftists that feel like they have the right now to go around and instigate situations simply to get some type of hate crime or racial slur derived from an individual based on their little app that they now are emboldened with, with their little badge and their little hat and their little Gestapo police camera now. This is the issue that we're seeing with this. So I wanted to bring this up because I implore any of our listeners, if you have the ability or the resources to look into this, this is something that is really, really serious because it may not be a big deal right now and it may not be a big deal in a few months, but if this app takes off, look at how far we've fallen in the last 10 years from freedom and free speech and political correctness. Look how much has changed in the last decade to the point now where you can't even call a man a girl or a girl a boy if that individual identifies as something different than that without being branded as a hate speech bigot. That's where we're going with this, guys. And if these guys have an app to turn around and be that much more empowered, we're going to run into a serious issue if they actually get the go-ahead to tie this app into law enforcement and into the federal database after that, Dad. You know, often people say, well, that can't happen. I've told you the story. I'm going to give you a real brief synopsis of it again. We were at Disney World. It was probably five, six, seven, eight years ago. I don't remember anymore. And we were on the, uh, we were at Epcot and we were riding a ride called Soren, which is like a simulation of a hang glider. And we were having fun. We were laughing and we were having, we were at a theme park. We get off the dog on Soren. There's like 12 people in a row and the boxing, we had seven of us. And I remember all my kids were with us. And I remember a girl walks up to me. She's in her early twenties, very extreme liberal. And says to me, uh, you need to follow me to security. And I said, who are you? She goes, well, I'm reporting you to security because you were laughing on the ride. And uh, you can't laugh here. You can't do that. You ruined our you, you know, our, our ride because you guys were laughing and having fun. We were too and loud. Said, yep. We're too loud. Yeah. And, and I'm like, uh, okay. I mean, again, this is red level insanity. And I would never give Disney a dime. For anything. I don't advise anybody ever go there, give them any money, or whatever. They're evil. They're wicked. I've done a whole study on them. It was about a 10-part study on Disney. If you want to just key in Disney in the keyword search box. I mean, I'm talking child uh, rape, pedophilia, uh, child porn films, the whole nine yards. They're connected to it, Disney, and have been for decades. Are you nuts? I asked her. I said, what's wrong with you? You had your meds today. What's wrong with you? She would not stop. This is the leftist mentality. You know, and the only way to stop this is basically you have to videotape it, I guess, or whatever. I don't know what you have to do, or you have to just walk away. I tried to walk away from her because I basically told her she was Looney Tunes. She grabbed an employee and basically came to, had us come to the employee, the employee called us over there. And she goes, these are people are too loud. They were laughing on the ride. And the guy goes, it's a theme park. They're supposed to laugh. And she ended up saying, no, 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 no. Wow. There were seven of them. She was the instigator. And then she followed us to the escalator. I walked around her. She's screaming the whole time. I'm telling her she's a Looney Tune, just trying to get away from her. Because, you know, she just, she, but she was so adamant about doing this. She ends up calling the doggone Citrus County Police, the Sheriff's Department, who shows up at Epcot to question us about laughing on the ride. Guys, I'm not, I'm not making this crap up. 
I mean, we had we were detained for 45 minutes by Disney security until the until, until the dog until the sheriff's department showed up, and they showed up, and then finally the girl was just lying, and finally I told the deputy, I said, look, here's the deal, she's filing a false report. You can have cameras here. We haven't done anything to this girl. She's nuts. And I said, you tell her I'm fixing to file a lawsuit on her for basically for falsification of a police report, and she can't. And this is going to be a civil suit. And she goes, he goes, well, let me talk to her. And then, of course, he comes back and says, well, she's not going to file of course charges. Not. She's- because, because once you bow up to, to wickedness and evil, most of the time they will back down. Because wickedness and evil tend to be bullies. They tend to you know, want to impose their will on you. And this is how they um, derive power and how they get self-satisfaction. I mean, th- this story, I can't even comprehend what he's talking about here. I- it doesn't even... This was, he said this was eight or nine years ago. I mean, you know, they got a gay day every year at at, uh, Disney and these types of things. I mean, they're they're wicked. They're evil. She let it drop. I'm like, of course she's because she's lying. These leftists, last two years ago, two summers ago, when we were getting off a plane in Greece, I told you the story about the girl who was a cheerleader up at Clemson. And she started talking about how Trump was a fascist. And I said, well, why is Trump a fascist? And then she started screaming at me on the doggone tram coming back from the airport, from the airplane. And I, and I said to her, I said, well, I said, you can scream all you want, but why is he a fascist? Why are you calling him a Nazi? You know he is. I'm like, well, no, you didn't tell me why he's a Nazi. I want to know. I want to know why you feel. See, they don't, they don't have any narrative they can, they can go off of typically. They're just, and again, I'm not defending Trump here, but they're, they just scream. And, that's how they win arguments because people will either back down or they get intimidated and this type of stuff. They don't want to make a scene and their remedy to wanting to have a um, logical debate about something, their fallback is screaming, uh, name calling, cussing, going crazy and nuts. That's what they do. She couldn't answer the question, but she got so angry often that, you know, again, it's that mindset of that liberal mentality. And now they're saying if you're a boy, you can be a girl. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and stop it here because I'm way over on time. I think he's going to start talking about transgenderism here, and that'll be the, the next segue in this report. So God bless you, and we will see you in part two. Scott Johnson's 1,000-plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H dot com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70, Southeast, number 321, Hickory, NC, 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you, and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.